You're listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you're interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at $2, $5, 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of Us needs and appreciates all your support. Somebody's got an emergency vehicle in their neighborhood, but that's okay. Welcome to the Screener Squad. My name is Chad. I'm with Ben, Drew, and Jordan. Say hi, everyone. Hey, howdy, hey. Hi. Hello. Everyone. (laughs) Today, we're watching a movie on Peacock called They, Them. And Don't say we don't do anything for you. (laughs) Wait, what? Yeah, they can't say we don't do anything for them. We watch something on Peacock. Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, hold on, let me back up. I had to pay to review something on Peacock. I want to. I want to repeat that there wasn't even like a free subscription Peacock, like a like a trial version. It was like, oh no, uh, if you want to still watch ads but see some of our content, you give us money, please. Sometimes you have to pay to watch movies. It's okay. I mean, generally, Kevin Bacon's worth it. Generally, generally. Jordan, I feel like out of all of us here, you're probably more well equipped to give us a broad stroke of the narrative. So can I can I hand it off to you? Why, yes, you can. Hello. So this movie is set at the most wonderful of places, especially for someone like me, a gay conversion camp ran by Owen Whistler, played by Kevin Bacon. And we and we are met with a group of queer teens, namely our lead, Jordan Lewis, played by Theo Germain, which, by the way, I need to have a serious talk with my attorneys towards John Logan and Peacock. But anyway, (laughs) as they are brought in, they are met with the not at all creepy camp staff. All the while, there is a masked killer on the loose targeting this camp in particular. Yeah, that's kind of the important general facts. <laughs> Here's the big problem with this movie. It, it it has messaging that it's trying to convey in the first two acts. Like, there, like there's a theme they're trying to build to. And then it really feels like they fell into a well into the third act and then just filmed whatever they could think of to get a resolution. I am so disappointed in this movie. I really am. Because, I, yeah, it's it's established. I'm trans. I'm a lesbian. And I live well in the Bible Belt. And I honestly really do love horror. And queer horror is a fascinating genre. So I thought, yes, this could work. We have some good talent in front of the camera, behind the camera. What the fuck went wrong? Honestly, I really feel... This movie, honestly, it tr- it really does try to be progressive. Yet somehow, it circles back around to being regressive. 
Yeah, I, I love a good slasher movie. Like, what got me back into horror after being a scared little kid was slasher movies. And a camp slasher and a gay conversion camp sounds like a really good concept, actually, for the modern day. And, like, Kevin Bacon, I think he's doing his best here. He's actually really good in a lot of his scenes. Early on, when he's playing up the, hey, we actually believe in, like, if this isn't what you want for yourself, it's not who you are, then that's cool. Be yourself. Like, Kevin Bacon has that charisma for it, but it's just like progressively, it's so just like, it's such a thin veneer for anything going on. Like everything is so telegraphed in this movie. By the end, when you find out the secret, I'm just like, yeah, no, I saw that coming probably at least 20 minutes ago. Why are we still here? Bacon is one of the only good things about this movie because yes, he does have that charm. And trust me, having been around enough uh religious people given i live in the ass into fucking arkansas and that i i even have a younger brother who is a youth pastor i know that slick oily sales pitch they can give you about nah 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 this isn't like any other place <laughs> yeah um the strong hint of deep-seated self-hatred kind of gives it away the only things i really do like in this movie are kevin bacon theo germain who i think they do a wonderful job as jordan and and uh quail tan as alexandra which even she had uh is the center of one of my problems which is how that character a trans woman is outed and treated afterwards like i get how it is supposed to be within the context of the movie but it also just really upset me because that is something me and so many other trans people kind of have to fucking go through no you're right jordan and i feel like that i don't know if that was supposed to be a kind of sleepaway camp reference early on in in the movie uh and that's kind of what this movie felt like where it was like it didn't want to be a horror movie but it got forced to be a a horror movie or a camp slasher movie, but um, I I don't think that Kevin Bacon was the, you know the only great thing. I, that's what I was so into the beginning of this movie because I loved all the characters, and I'm so tired of seeing slashers where I don't care about any of the characters, and I was surprised that they managed to like really have a lot of different personalities and different people that you know, um, and them coming together. I really enjoyed that, and instead of having these kind of cookie cutter cliches that we're used to. Um, I used to, you know, Platinum Dunes has done all these remakes and I used to call them the Platinum Drones. And so I'm really glad that there's not these like drone characters in this. And so I was like really sold. Like, like the first like 20, 30 minutes was sold with like all these characters. And then slowly the the pacing was just off. It didn't really feel like if it is a slasher movie, th there isn't a kill every, you know, so often. Um, the kills that did happen felt, felt kind of forced. So, um, it did feel like it was kind of pigeonholed into being a movie it didn't want to be. Yeah, I got to say, like, I, I do like a lot of the other characters. Like, there's a great arc between uh, Veronica and Kim as, like, you know, this line of one of them really doesn't want to be gay. They're here by choice and kind of working through that. I think they actually do good with that. And it actually progresses well. I will say, fault to this movie, though not surprising, that the only sex scene on the movie is girl on girl. I'm like, Jesus Really? Uh, no, I do not uh, mind no, that. Okay, okay. No. There's, another There's another weird sex scene that I also think is both I'm mixed on because it's also like you're both 
destroying kind of the whole point of this camp, but you're also making an interesting scene. I'll give you that. But as far as characters that are kind of wasted, like that, like what I can't spoil this because it is an important part of this arc, but there's one character who gets an important arc at the second half. Who's one of the campers. But I also think they get nothing in the first half of the movie. So it just feels like it's out of left field of like, this is one of the characters we've seen do nothing. You know, well, and, and one of the things I had a problem with is they they set up these characters that were interesting, but none of them and, and they'll kind of like get the first third of their arc, skip the middle. And then at the end, there's resolution like there was no full um, nom, 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 character development with some people that had like, you know, they, they were secondary ancillary characters, but, you know, still had, I don't know, importance to the plot. And I, I think that's where this thing ultimately suffers. It's just everything's hollow, you know. Well, it's, it's it's not even just the characters that are at the camp, though. It's like the it's the actual family, right? It's the mm-hmm. it, what are the, it's the Whistlers, I guess. It's the you know Kevin Bacon and Carrie Preston, you know, from True Blood, or a part of. And they they show that the camp's been going on for a long time. But what did the camp do? Decades ago, were they always a gay conversion camp? Did they really care about conversion? Did they just want to? tortured i mean what was the history of the whistler family or what was the history of the camp Well, i can imagine as to starting anything religious they didn't want to pay taxes probably who uh, i don't know or they're or they're just raging goddamn bigots who knows my biggest problem is with the ending and the message of the ending because right now we are living in an unprecedented time where hatred against queer people, especially in the trans community, is being so normalized and rampant, especially of all the 200 fucking plus anti-trans legislation that has been introduced in this year. And, and we're just in goddamn August. So to have a message of being like, no, we have to be better than them is fucking bullshit. I am sorry. But we are being violently oppressed and to say that we shouldn't be violent back to our oppressors? Please, eat my eat, eat my girl dick. I don't give a fuck. This movie really pissed me off in that ending. Especially because when the killer is revealed, I'm just like, they done nothing wrong. They are really the hero of this movie. That's kind of how I felt too at the end. I'm like, well, if we're talking about a morality thing here, like with all the evidence, you know, maybe it's not lawful what they're doing, but morally, I don't know. Look, there are people outside my fucking house. Every I, I kind of got a fuck got a goddamn fear for my life every time I go outside of my house because there is there are assholes out there in this town who probably want to kill me just because of who I am and I should be a better person and not do anything. Fuck that bullshit. I am sorry, but this happy ending goddamn fucking morality is such fucking bullshit. It really pissed me off. This is honestly my least favorite movie of this year so far. I really did not like it. I can say the ending just... Let's just be honest. If you're that concerned morality-wise, yeah. 
show you're stronger than this stupid bullshit. That's the biggest problem with this movie is it doesn't know what line it wants to be on. And it's just like, just pick a point and follow this narrative because otherwise you're just a thin narrative with a overly telegraphed killer that literally is easy to pick up because look, it's like nobody thinks it's actually the camp counselors. If you actually think it is, I'm sorry for that spoiler, but like you can tell everything's evil in this place to begin with in every other way. You don't need more evil on evil. And honestly, I would have almost liked if it wasn't that obvious. If it was just another crazy person or something, that'd be great. But so we get Kevin Bacon's, I'm on the Chamber of Commerce. Okay, cool. We're not surprised at all. Thank you. You're you're definitely white enough to be the head of the Chamber of Commerce. Not, yes. not to make everything get out, but uh, you know, I, I would have preferred a camp that was a camp for LGBTQ plus people, but it wasn't a conversion camp. Like it's just like, hey, you know, we know that you're feeling out of place and you're just trying to figure yourself out. So come here for a week or the summer or whatever. And then it turns into this like, oh, no, they're they're those people. Like, I feel like that would have been a more compelling story than going into it. Like, but I almost feel like that would be almost more telegraphed than anything else we have here. Like, I I feel like it being a gay conversion kit that that's proving itself or showing itself not to be the one you expect was almost a more interesting narrative than that. But it also they didn't play it out no, in any interesting way. It. There's so much more they could have done with this. You know what would have been better? If it was actually like, look, I'm not going to spoil. I don't want to spoil anything. I kind of say that, but like, if it's not what you expected, if it is literally not what you expected at that camp, and there's a and killer, I, interesting. Say, That's Chad, an interesting story. Chad had the right idea, but I do think since conversion camps are still so prevalent, especially with what's going on in the UK, where they're like, okay, we'll ban conversion therapy. Well, except for the trannies. Eh. It's like, okay, tell us outright it's a conversion camp. Okay, maybe try and change things from within. Honestly, I just thought it was meh at first, but the more I really fought on it, and the fact that, yes, I had to pay, I had to pay five fucking dollars for this too, <laughs> pissed me <laughs> off tremendously. I, re I really wanted this to be good. I don't hate as much as Jordan but I definitely hate this movie. I just, there's not anything to it. It doesn't have any teeth. It doesn't, it doesn't even move the LGBTQ movement in any way. As Jordan said, it even at some points gets progressive where it's just like, no, you're making, you're making everyone at some points in this movie kind of feel dislikable in some ways. And it's just like, look, you had so much, honestly, I, I, there's so many other different ways this could have gone. We've already discussed a few of them that could have been a better movie. And coming from such an experienced writer of generally a very good career of well-written films, I mean, look, even his weakest movies are like Spectre and The Time Machine, which at worst are at least watchable. I don't think this is watchable. And I think maybe a lot of that comes to directing, but if you can't even direct your own writing this well, and as I think we found out, Chad, he, the, that our director is LGBTQ, is that correct? Yes, he's gay. So it's like, if this is even your community and you can't even come up with this solid of a story that we can on the fly as a bunch of you uh, yahoos who are reviewing your movie, I'm, I'm really wondering what the hell happened here. I'm glad you got your chance to direct finally after all this, but wow. Um, so I guess I'm going to give it 
Well, I was going to give it three, but because you charged me $5, I'm going to discount you a half a point. 2.5 pink songs that are the only songs you could license. But that pink sing-along was also one of the only good parts of this movie. I, I did like the sing-along, too. And, the, the, and that's when the characters kind of came together. It seemed like things were, were working out. And I liked those the dynamics between them. And it actually made me want to go to camp again. I, mean, I, I remember camp. But I also remember that, you know, it wasn't camp out in the middle of nowhere. There was always like two or three other camps. So it would have been interesting to see if there was some other camps that were going on. I mean, I was at a boys camp and there was the girls camp. There was all this. So it, it's, it was interesting to see like this, this different camp going on. And, and I, I remember archery. I remember all those, all those activities. Um, but there's an archery scene in this movie. And I think that's when the film completely changes. Uh, into into something that's that was actually pretty interesting and and compelling, and then takes a turn for the for the worst. And suddenly, this cool um, character that Kevin Costner was that I'm sure like John Logan really enjoyed like writing dialogue for for this like cool camp counselor. Suddenly, he turns into a drill sergeant. He turns into kind of a, a maniacal person, and and. Uh, it feels completely unearned. The pacing feels off. And from then on, everything kind of feels disjointed about, about this movie. And um, you, you're doing a disservice to a lot of the characters that you, I thought, really established well for the, the first 20 minutes of the movie. And then they, they kind of go away. I mean, there, there's characters in this movie that you don't even hear from. They're just in the background the whole time. Um, they maybe have like one or two lines. Um, I do like Carrie Preston in it as his wife. Um, from from True Blood, I, I like some of the scenes that she was in, um, her kind of therapy scenes uh, that almost felt like something out of Severance. Um, but yeah, I, I just I just think it's it was really really disjointed, and I was disappointed by the end. And it just it just becomes not to spoil anything, but it just towards the end, it's so obvious what's 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 going to happen. And so um, in in that line, I'll probably give it. Um, I'll give it five taxidermied animal heads out of out of ten. At first, I just thought this wasn't scary or campy enough to be memorable for, like, something of queer horror. Because, like, when I think queer horror like that, honestly, intentionally or not, A Nightmare on Elm Street 2 is one of the prime examples. This was not A Nightmare on Elm Street 2. I... I am so fucking disappointed in this movie, especially that stupid goddamn try and make everybody happy ending. It because again, the killer did nothing wrong. Cause fuck these people. I I still got I got these people as my fucking family. I got I went to high school with these fucking people. Fuck all that noise. Kevin Bacon is really good. I really want to highlight Theo Germain and Quill Tan and Monique Kim as as Veronica, who is excellent. Those are good. The pink sing-along. And some of the scares are actually quite good. But man, this movie, I really fucking hated it. I was so disappointed. I really really wanted to enjoy this based off the premise and thought given the current climate this could really be something worth talking about it is but not for the right reasons i i am really disappointed this is my 
least favorite movie of this year. I don't I don't quite want to say worse, but honestly it is. I really disliked it. I was hoping for more. But honestly, the more the more I get away from the more I get away from this movie's closet, the more I don't want to go back and try and reorganize it. So I'm going to give this one out of ten estradiol refills, which Oh, I need me some of those little green pills after this because they give me life and boobs. There's a there's a point in the middle of this movie where one of the counselors kind of like gets some blackmail on one of our main characters and like creates a story mimicking this person's life to try to connect with them and also like scare the shit out of them, scare them straight, basically. And I thought that moment was really interesting, but then it's never revisited. It's almost like if we watched Get Out and they did, you know, the the hypnotizing scene once and then that was it. We never saw it the rest of the movie. Like, that's what it felt like. I I will say, and, and this is, again, Jordan, I, I, I agree with you. Like, it's not a great movie. I'll give it props. And, I, I, and I'm, I'm talking like the smallest of tiny golf claps. To Peacock to at least try something like this on a major network, you know, streaming channel. Like, I know there's no, I other agree. there's other uh, options out there for uh, queer television. You know, Netflix certainly has done a ton of stuff as a cis white male that watched it. I at least appreciated that this is around because I don't know everything and I, I try to be as open as I can in this ever-changing world that we live in. Really, I just want people to be happy and not feel like they're being persecuted or get death threats, Jordan, that shit that you feel every day that's fucking awful. And I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. Going on a long tangent here, the movie itself just isn't good. It needs more stuffing. It just it, it's superficial. There's nothing there. Looking at this strictly from a filmmaking standpoint, like it just is it's not that good. And because I had to pay money for it as well, I'm gonna give it, I'm gonna dip down. So I'm gonna go four point nine out of ten. Uh Carol, where's the long rifles? I will say. This is a group of cishet white men. I definitely feel safe around. I mean, I I hope so. Like, I don't I don't want you to not feel safe. Like nobody, nobody, whoever they are, should never not feel safe. You know. No, oh, fair enough. Yeah, but it. Uh, I will say this. This movie does get one redeeming quality from one of my favorite lines of this year. I'm a black trans woman. I can do this in heels. 